every hour matters and I have to give every hour a job. And my coach, one of my coach, Dave Finale, he says, show me your calendar and it will show me your success. I have it right in front of me every day just because if you, I don't plot everything out, my business just collapse. Welcome to Mind the Words, where we break down quotes from thought leaders, past and present, to help us with the growth mindset. And this week, we got another guest, Mike, who's going to quit his nursing job to go into real estate. Mike is an award-winning realtor at the North and Central Jersey area. He helps a lot of people with the first-time home buying. And uh, I just found a really nice Zillow review about you that stuck out to me. So I'm just going to read that real quick. I wonder which one. (laughs) (laughs) If you're looking for a legit, trustworthy real estate agent, look no further because Mike is your guy. He made this extremely stressful process of buying a home during a global pandemic a breeze. Mike was very knowledgeable about the home buying process and was present every step of the way. He made the process personal and never made my husband and I feel like another commission check. You can tell he's very passionate about helping people find the right home. I'm very happy that we chose to work with him as our realtor. And there's a lot of reviews saying like, dude, the trustworthy guy, dude, responds 24 seven. So dude, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Thank you. Yeah. Much appreciated. Of course. Yeah. So um, just a little background about you. I, uh, I told Ernest uh, off camera how we met. We met at this dinner and uh, you had a book at one, in one of your back pockets. And I recognized the author. I don't remember who the author was, but I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that must be a dope book because I recognize the author. And you took it out and you pointed at it and you're like, one book a week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> one book a week, nice. I've been slacking since then. I used to read one book a week. Now it's like one a month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's still good. That's really yeah. good. But um, yeah, man, I just want to just maybe if you could kind of give your background a little bit, and then I just want to kind of know your mindset and where you were in life kind of right before you got into real estate, like right before you dipped your feet into real estate. Um, and you could go as deep as like, I don't know, upbringing and childhood or yeah. and how you got into nursing, any business ventures, like killed it. And I know you were doing a podcast at some point yeah. as well. And then leading all the way up to how you, right when you dipped your feet into real estate. Okay. Oof. Uh, where do I start? So, <laughs> 31 years old. My name is Michael. Uh, I'm a registered nurse. Uh, I'm a real estate agent in Northern New Jersey. Been a nurse for 10 years already. Yeah, today's, this is my 10th year. Um, before this airs out, or like even when it airs out. I'm planning to make this like my 10th year anniversary slash retirement so in right. nursing. Nice, uh, nice, nice. You know, I went to nursing just to be a helping person in society. I wanted to have a job where, you know, I was going to get back and really make a difference to, in people's lives. But then, you know, working in the system, I realized that this has a lot of difficulties, a lot of politics. So it's a good job. It's a very noble job. Um, I still feel very grateful for working where I work, helping the people I get to help. But I think after just so many years and with COVID happening, this and that, I was like, I just feel like I need, you know, there's something, a a bigger calling. Um, So I got into, I started learning about real estate. Uh, I believe one of the books I might have talked to you about, John, was uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh, yes. um, About Robert Kiyosaki. Robert. 
Yes. Bobby. Yeah. And I think that was what I was age 25. It just like everything changed for me. You know, I was working as a nurse and I was making good money, but I was like, I'm not, you know, not balling. I'm not like, it's hard to save up for a house. It's hard to save up for a lot of things. So true. Uh, I started learning about real estate investing and that's where, I don't know. I just, everything started really t- changing for me. I learned about bigger pockets. It's this real estate podcast. And I'm actually mm-hmm. wearing the shirt right now. Yes. yes, yes. So, nice. you know, I've since episode one to now they have like over 500 episodes on real estate and I've listened to probably all of them. And, you know, I've learned so many methods, like the Burr methods, uh, flipping. I've learned about uh, buy and hold investing and all this stuff. And even how to become a real estate agent they talked about. And, you know, I read the book, Robert Kiyosaki at age 25, got the idea about like assets and is built creating wealth. And for me, what made sense was, you know, there's at the time there was like crypto was getting big. A lot of the things were getting big, but for one thing that always stuck with me was real estate. It right. just made sense. It's been around since, you know, the Babylon times. Right. And I was looking for houses at age 26, 27. I was like, I'm not making any progress. So, and the houses were pretty expensive. You know, it was, like, it was 2017 and I'm just looking for a house. I was like, hmm, let me buy a house, rent one side out at least my mortgage, which is one of my, you know, my living expenses is one of my most expensive expenses. And I was like, at least I'll save money on that end and um, building wealth, building an asset. So I was looking for houses, couldn't really find something that makes sense because, you know, living in Northern New Jersey, everything's so expensive, you know, good properties, at least half a million. And I kept ha- get le- I was getting led by realtors that were like telling me this is a good area, this is a good area, this is upcoming area, and they weren't really upcoming areas. Looking back, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was but like, they you do know you what? dirty like that, pretty much. But I was like, you know what? Let me just become a real estate agent to save money on the commission. <laughs> so <laughs> I got my real estate license. It was like 2019. Got my real estate license. I still couldn't find a house, but at least I knew I would save money on the commissions so instead of paying a real estate agent. I was like, I'll pay myself to represent myself. And I, at least I know I feel more confident what I want. And then as I got my license, people started contacting me like, Hey, can you help me find a house? I'm like, sure. So I helped a few people find houses and I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. And then helping a few people find houses, people from college, people from my nursing job, you know, every, you know, people started referring my name and then I posted a few things on social media and then my name got out there and I was like, oh, I really like this. You know, um, <laughs> I feel like I'm helping people in a different way from nursing. Right. Uh, I'm getting paid significantly a lot more. Mm-hmm. And with the monies I, I collect as a real estate agent, you know, it took as a nurse, it took me like a long time to save $30,000. I don't know why it just it took me a while. I guess, you know, you save I read the book, uh, Richest Man in Babylon, and, you know, it tells you save 10% of your income that you get. So I was saving right. 10 to 25% of my nursing paychecks, but it just, I just wasn't making progress. It took right. me like a long time to save 30 grand. And then when I became a real estate agent, I made 30 grand in like a few months. And I was like, holy cow, this is, this was, this was easy. So then I had enough money for a down payment. I bought my first house hack, which I'm actually nice. living in right now. Congrats. Uh, 
Thank you. Thank you. I bought it in 2020 during the whole pandemic. You know, when everyone was scared nice. to make offers, when everyone was not looking at real estate, it was like March 2020. I was like, screw it. I'm going to keep looking at properties. And I saw this property. It just like fell out of contract a few times. And I'm like, oh, there must be something wrong with the house. And then I, it was like 100 days on the market. I think it was like May of 2020. Everyone was like not looking at this property. It's just sitting there. Mm. But when I met the owner of this property, she was living in the property and she already had some tenants. And she basically told me like, look, I have really good offers before, but people kept lo losing their jobs. So mm. they lost their jobs. They couldn't execute the contract. And then it would go back on the market. Same thing. They had another offer, really strong one, and the buyer lost their job. So I was like, I was like, wait, so this is not a bad house. Because I walked through it. I was like, I could see myself living on this unit. Right. And then I che checked out the other two units. My tenants were, at my, I still have the same tenants from when I bought the house. I inherited the tenants. And I, I did the numbers. And it's like, my mortgage would be this. My rent would be this much more. So while I live in the property, I'll be cash flowing. So I pulled the trigger. I made an offer. It was way below the, originally they listed at 600 grand. Um, at the time it was like 650, six, no, sorry, five, 540. I think it was listed at, at the time I made an offer for 530. And I told you the seller in person, I was like, look, I know it's not the best offer, but at least with me, I'm a registered nurse working during the pandemic. I'm being asked to work overtime. And she's like, okay, I'll go with your offer, you know, because at least she know I won't lose my job. Right. So got yeah. the house at 530. Um, the attorney I was working with, he got me an additional five thousand dollars in credit. So it was it was a good win. Um, and then I I was representing myself as a real estate agent, so I made an additional 12 grand to buy my own yeah. house. Oh wow, nice. So damn nice, nice, yeah, nice. so now I've been here for a year and a half build up the equity you know my mortgage is fully covered by my tenants right and yeah it's just i got that's like my main story real estate been helping a lot of people now like i i have a few listings coming up i actually just took a nap because i was like i'm gonna have a long night <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> I, i'm listing this property and by the beach in jersey shore for like 1.2 million dollars next week i have i'm listing another house for almost something that's worth 700k and you know these are i'm talking about commissions that are going to be like 20 to 30 grand for me so each home right it's it's been crazy um but yeah i know i skipped around like a few things but real good, estate man. was one of my things that i was like I'm, i love it it's just it makes sense for me it produces a lot of income for me at, the, at like right now and then i just reinvest the money into real estate i actually i'm not gonna say what town but i just found another off-market property another good deal Everything, every unit is renovated, has furnace, central air, eight car driveway, three car garage. And being in the space, it's just like everything starts coming to you. And it's like, do I want this? No, I'll, I'll, I'll list it. I'll, <laughs> right. I'll give it to my clients. Get the first pick. Yeah, you really, things just start coming to you. Giving right? them your 30 seconds. No, <laughs> not, not even 30 seconds. Just I'm like, kidding, I'm kidding. You know, it's like you know you could really nitpick what you want so like right now i have right. this off-market property and i'm like if i list it i can make a lot of money but then it's a good deal so i might buy another three family so oh nice. nice very bro. close to new york city so that's pretty good so well, yeah um real being a real estate agent has been really my main hustle and I've, oh throughout i've been a real estate agent now for almost two and a half years okay. while i've been here i've recruited like in total like 15 agents 
that are right below me and in my group is 30 people that are right under me so mm. it's it's good because you know i brought a, a big tribe of people in my real estate agent. i'm part of this brokerage called exp realty which okay. i absolutely love there's just so many advantages to work the brokerage i'm part of it's very different from your typical brick and mortar it's a very it's an online based brokerage basically we eliminate all the fees from being you know the retail brokerage where we're paying the, the top broker of this money and then that broker has to pay you know for their retail space so the agent has to give up a lot of their commission and my brokerage at exp we have no overhead costs everything's done on the cloud we meet on the cloud we, the, you know education is done on the in the metaverse we, we already had a metaverse before it was already you know so it's called verbella with exp it's we basically go there we go to talk to our brokerage in the metaverse and everything so it's already, it's so futuristic. Like when the pandemic happened, our brokerage was was functioning flawless. And the way it works is you recruit people. People would say it's like a pyramid scheme, but it's, re- it's really not. It's just like you're just getting people, help teach them how to sell real estate. And then your broker gives you a certain cut for every sale. And then because we have no overhead costs, our commission splits are a lot better and we get equity into the company. It's, it's good. So it's just like being in the space, you learn what brokers you want to be part of and what works best for me. So I already have that investor mindset. So the brokerage I'm with, EXP, it made sense for me. And I recruited, you know, in my group, there's 30 people. And every time someone makes a sale, I'm getting, the broker's giving me a little referral for everything. So it, it adds up to help people in my in my downline. And now it's growing this to a certain level where I want like 100 people under me, wow. you know, help everyone sell real estate. And yes, yeah, it's, it's just a fun journey and have m- multiple streams of income because now it's like, okay, I'm getting money from my rentals. I'm getting big checks from selling homes. I'm getting money from the agents I bring on to eXp Realty. So it's just a fun journey. And then now trying to discover what other things to invest in to really you know, create that long-term wealth. Wow. I'm about to take right. off my scrubs. <laughs> well, you guys want your real estate license. The, got you guys. The way, the way you sold it, it was, it's amazing. But I guess, what were some of the challenges? Um, you experience on this journey the past two three years i guess yeah i mean even going way back uh 2019 i got my real estate license but you know i've been learning about real estate since 2015 but there was like that four year three year i guess fear of doing it because of being a real estate agent because i just why am i gonna be a real estate agent who's gonna work with me fear of like am i gonna actually sell homes am i wasting my money getting my real estate license it took me like two years to pull the trigger to get my license because I was just so scared. I was like, I thought no one was going to work with me. You know, that scarcity mindset really was a big factor for me. And then at the time I was dwelling into other businesses, I've had a clothing line, um, which oh, we wow. mentioned killed it. We, we were doing really well, um, mm-hmm. but things happened to my partners where, you know, everyone starts growing up, have families, this and that. So things slowed down on that behalf. So then I went, went into other ventures in life. I tried to, a podcast where you know things with it was always a thing with my partners like some people were just not on the same page and I think that's the most important thing going forward in life is if you're going to create any business something make sure that everyone's on the same page because you know if someone's on has a different mindset on something it could really slow things down and you know your your trajectory where you're going is going to be really off so um yeah I mean just there was a big delay getting my real estate license because of just all the things that were going on. I was just trying to find like my answer. Like, what do I really want to do? I, I just knew that like being a registered nurse, I just didn't have that 
growth to really excel because I mean, if you really know me, I was involved in so many things. I was involved in, I was involved in like this big committee for the hospital. I helped the hospital achieve magnet and, you know, just so much stuff, stuff I was doing, but I, the compensation for doing all that wasn't that much different from like the nurse that was just doing their minimalist job, you know, yeah. versus I understand. real estate. Yeah. <laughs> versus, totally real estate. versus real estate. If you put in your hard work, your, you know, you dedicate your time to your business, you get compensated for it. You know, there are agents, I like myself, I'm, I'm in the six digits uh, salary on the low end, but I know agents that, you know, they've been doing it for three, four years and, or even seven years and they're making three, five, six, 700K. I know some, a lot of agents making a million dollars a year from the real estate team that they have. So it's just like, you can't do that in nursing, you know? Right, it really And it's not about that. the money, but it's just what money brings you to be right. financially free in the future. So like if I have kids, I have a family, I will have time for that, for those kids. You know, I, if my kid is having a soccer game, I don't have to worry about working OT to provide for him. It's just like all these things I'm trying to plot out for my future. And I don't want to make it seem like it's about the money, but it's just the, 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 the freedom that comes with the money. Right. It really speaks on that contract or salary-based pay versus commission-based pay. Yeah. Um, they both have, you know, both have their advantages and disadvantages. But would you say, if you could do it all over again, <laughs> knowing what you know now, would you go straight into real estate or would you have gone straight into real estate? Or do you feel like maybe nursing, you know, you can fall back on nursing and make a good salary too? Yeah. I mean, I've actually thought about that question. It's a very good question. Um, there are times when I'm like, I wish I did real estate. I became a real estate agent at age like 21 and 22, because I think I would have been a multimillionaire by now, especially knowing the market, how it was after 2008. You know, it just was an uphill trajectory all the way out. Um, yeah, I mean, but I'm not, I honestly have no regret for everything in life. I think everything happens for a reason. I've met so many great people in my journey. People like in my, you know, I met John because of this. Because right. I met him at uh, Men, what was it called Men Men in Nursing. Men, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I and I've met a lot of people in Men in Nursing that I've actually, you know, um, have been a, a piece of like the real estate journey. So it's like, um, have I, I wish I did it earlier. Yeah, I love sales. I didn't realize how much I love sales. It's all psychology. It's all if you really know how people think. And, you know, you take away the, the salesy part and you just really think you're helping someone get to their next place. You're helping someone make a decision in life where, you know, a lot of people are scared to buy that first home. But if you know that house is a good investment, which many people in 2020, 2021, they were scared to buy a house. But I told them it's a good investment. You're getting a, one of the lowest interest rates in history, which yeah. many of my clients got interest rates of like 2.5 to 2.9. That's unheard of in history. I know. Yeah. You're you not know, a sales. Now are, uh, I was about to say, sorry to cut you off. You're not a salesperson. You're a matchmaker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I love sales. It's, there's just so much like you could study and you could just become better at it. And okay. I don't know. I just, I, it's my, really my passion now. Um, but like I said, I, I, I'm not like a salesy guy where I kind of like, let me help, let me help you sell. Right. Like, let's just talk, you know. I'm not going to push you to buy anything, but if something is a good investment, I will tell you like, Hey, this is a good home. Right. Um, this is a good multifamily investment property. 
it's a good time to buy. The interest rates are low. So, I mean, rates are kind of climbing, climbing up now. So it's, it's hard, a little harder to find deals. But uh, yeah, uh, the sales part is just fascinating. Uh, do I wish I did it earlier? I think everything happens in life. I met so many great people in my nursing job. And, you know, it is what it is. I'm very happy with the, the choices that I made. And that's, that's that. Yeah, it makes me think like uh, a few things. First, <clears throat> you took this jump mm-hmm. and to go from a salary base with a comfortable income, um, health insurance and everything, you took the jump to really extreme ownership, which not a lot of people do. Yeah. And that's super brave. Um, right. And that's also what we wanted to highlight as well, that you took that leap when a lot of people would not, including <laughs> me. <laughs> so I really admire that. Thank you. Um, the other thing is, um, it's it's great that you you started off your career in this um, in this world of nursing where people are getting paid uh, close to six figures, if not six figures, at least in mm-hmm. New York. Um, and then they be, they became like your top of funnel because, of course, they're trying to find houses a little later on in their lives as well and um something you told when you were telling me like no regrets and you um just tried all these different things and it all led you to this path um do you are you familiar with naval naval Uh, he's this like angel investor and he kind of went into like um philosophy a little bit um but he says something like this he said i only believe one percent of decisions matter the rest of them are irrelevant the difficulty is understanding which one percent of the 99 percent are the ones that matter right wow so so you really have to like sift through everything and it seems like you got it man i'm super happy for you Um, i mean it's tough, man. I mean, these past two and a half years is I'm literally balancing two full-time careers, my nursing job and real estate. 2020 was actually kind of easier because it was just literally go to work and then on my days off, help people find a home or, you know, it was, yeah, my first year in nursing was, my first year as a real estate agent was basically helping people find homes, but it was easier during 20 because not too many people were going out you know, no one was going on, no, no one was like partying. No, so I had zero distractions that year. And that's where I was able to really <laughs> catapult my career. Right. 2021, I actually had a harder time because I brought a lot of people into my group, into EXP Realty. Um, and then I'm now I've started creating a name for myself. So people are inviting me to all these events and, you know, come to this, come to that. And that actually kind of like got me a little confused because I was like, how do I balance everything? I still have my right. full-time job. And the reason I still have my full-time job is because I want to buy one more property and I need that W-2 income to help me get the mortgage. Okay. Once, So if I buy this off-market property I told you about, I might pull the trigger and just say, hey, I'm, I don't need this job anymore, you know? But yeah, it's just 2021, I struggled just trying to make everything work. But now everything's, my. if you look at my schedule, everything is plotted out. Like every hour matters and I have to give every hour a job you know, like I just took a little nap right before this and I was like, okay, 30 minutes to nap, do the podcast. Then I'll, you know, I have to upload some listings for tomorrow. I have a listing, a rental listing in Hackensack tomorrow. I have a big listing for the beach house and Tuesday. So everything is plotted out. I still have my, you know, every, 
when you're working a full-time nursing job and you're still selling the real estate that I'm selling, you have to put everything into your schedule. And my coach, one of my coach, Dave Finale, he says, show me your calendar and it will show me your success. I have it right in front of me every day just because if you, I don't plot everything out, my business just collapse. I'm surprised to hear that you're still juggling the two. I, <laughs> that really yeah. blows my mind. For someone coming in or interested in real estate, is that something you would recommend? I see why I would recommend it because yeah. you're not sure if it's for you, but would you recommend someone who's serious about real estate to keep both? Would they ever reach their potential doing both, working two full-time jobs? Um, that's a good question. Uh, if you have a full-time job where I think being a nurse is great in the sense where we do three shifts and then we have four days off if you're doing a 12-hour gig. Right. So those four days off, you really have to commit it to either being a real estate agent or any side gig, any business venture. You really have to commit to giving those four days off full attention for that business to really prosper. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, you know, you're wasting your time doing that side. And, you know, I recruited people too in my group and some of them, their full-time jobs just take their, their attention and right. they're, you know, real estate agents have a bad thing where it's, I think like 89% of the real estate agents like actually get into the field, um, all 89% fail after two right. years. So only the top 11% really make some money. And then out of the 11%, only like the top 20 really make the good money. So you really have to dedicate your time into it because most people by year two give up because it's, it's tough. You don't see a commission check for seven months. You're like, shit, is this for me? Let me just go back to my nine to five where it's comfortable. I, every, every time I go into work, clock in, guaranteed money coming through the door. So versus what I do, it took me seven months to sell my first house when I got my real estate license, you know? And then after that was another three months and then another three months. And it, it took a while. But now when I knew this was for me, it's like, there was one month I sold five houses or four houses in one month, wow. you know, and uh, have you, you seen the, that, that scene in Wolf of Wall Street where the guy's like, how do you make 70,000 a month? You know, I almost exceeded, I almost made 60,000 in one month. And I was like, holy cow. Nice. Like, you know, if you just put your time and effort into this, you can make that a repetitive pattern in real estate. So it's not hard to make it repetitive. You just have to put the time and, you know, put work into it every day have that referral never screw anyone over um but if, if you're gonna jump ship into it you really need to be focused on it because not it's, it's you're not gonna make it gotcha dude it looks easy on the ground i know yeah dude man i'm just thinking of it like the operations part of it and then like you gotta manage the team and then even though you have 30 people under you, you're still super busy. I know. Um, yeah. It's like, tough. And then, um, and then not only that, you got to get into the sales mindset, the psychology of everything. And then on top of that, the um, just explaining all the logistics, like to, for, I see that you sold to a lot of first time home buyers. So like just explaining mm -hmm. literally every review for you is like, dude, he took the time to, <laughs> to answer all my questions and I asked all of them like 20 times um so which which is also something I don't see from other uh other people in real estate and just to go back to your example where you were trying to buy that house a few years ago and then that guy was like dude this is an up-and-comer and, -comer, and yeah. this is gonna be great and it's right. just 
in in all of our eyes it's like full of uh i don't think sharks is the right word it's full of like scumbags i guess yeah. we're just trying to get again i went that through eight agents i went through eight agents not one of them did a buyer consultation for me that's what i offer for all my buyers i go through zoom just like this 15 30 minutes of my time i basically i have no idea if this client's gonna buy for me but I take 30 minutes of my time just to explain from A to Z what to do when you're buying a pass. Like, and it just makes them more aware of how to do this, what they need to bring to the closing table. You know, how, what's the down payment? What's your closing cost? Everything. Like, where are the rates going? You know, what to expect once we're on their contract? What to expect when with these inspection? How much am I paying for an inspection? What are the parts of an inspection? Like, I explain everything in the buyer consultation. And when I was looking for a house, not one of the eight agents was willing to do one for me you know and most people don't because it's time consuming but i i like doing it because it kind of creates that bond with my buyers and in real estate we have this thing called buyers are liars but for me i don't really believe in that because if i show my worth as a real estate agent my buyers will stick to me you know right i also saw that on top of helping home buyers you help a lot of people with their first investment property as well yeah. um so just to kind of talk over a little bit about, like, as you said earlier, like cash flowing, house hacking, or I guess even the first time home buyer, just a quick, uh, besides the 15, 20, 15, 30 minute session you have with them on Zoom, like what's the next processes of you helping them out? Because it seems like you're really going above and beyond. So I'm just curious of that process, because it seems like you do a lot of things that not many people do. Yeah. So first, give me a follow on uh, my Instagram. Yeah. It's Michael underscore uh, EXP Realty. And give me a follow. And I help people in Northern New Jersey. My sister covers South Jersey. So we could do Central Jersey as well, New York. And basically, you know, it, it, there's a lot to cover on how to buy a house. So um, just contact me and I'll show you the ropes on how to buy a house, whether you're even going to buy a house in maybe like Connecticut, California, I can refer you out to agents out there that I know. I know agents in Texas and Florida, wherever you, you are in, in the country, I can help you guys with the process. I'll do my buyer consultation, but yeah, get with a real estate agent. The next step too, that will make you very accountable and to see where you are in the, in the scheme of things is getting a pre-approval. And the pre-approval is good because one, it tells you where you are in your finance game. How much can I get qualified for, you know, and here in Northern New Jersey, you know, a good number to qualify for is like half a million to 700 K for a house hack. So, you know, if you, if you can find a deal with that makes one, either if you find like a duplex, make sure that you're very paying very little if you're living in it and, you know, you're paying very little towards your mortgage. Cause sometimes if you're buying a duplex, the one side only covers like, 90% of the mortgage or maybe 80%, but just remember you're paying 20% of it. That 20% is going towards yourself. You know, you're building your own equity, not like renting where and I have nothing against renting. Um, but at the end of the day, if, let's say you're renting for 10, 20 years, that goes to no, nowhere versus, yeah. you know, if you're paying yourself with a duplex and let's say you're paying out of pocket $600 for that extra mortgage, that's money that you're paying yourself. So um, it's just trying to find a house that makes sense. And then you want to definitely find a house. If you're finding a duplex, make sure that if you ever do move out of that one side, that when you have both properties fully rented out, make sure that you're cash flowing on top of your mortgage, expenses, 
CapEx, which is capital expenditures, like any future, like if your roof goes out, your furnace, your water heater, make sure you have money saved up for the, all those like nasty moments. Because one thing about real estate is if you don't buy right, it cannot be, you know, it's not forgiving. You know, if you go, mm. you buy something because of the motion and you, you're like, you oversee certain things, it can really be expensive. And then that's why real estate sometimes gets a bad reputation. They don't buy right. Their first home is a is a really bad experience, and they're like, "Oh, screw this! I'm just gonna stick to the stock market or, you know, crypto, and just put my money there because it's so much easier. It's just literally click a button, and you buy some kind of investment. Versus real estate, it's like you got to deal with people if you're a landlord. You got to deal with contractors. If something goes out, you know, you need to have people and system created to kind of manage everything. But it's long term wealth. So nursing, you're dealing with people, and I know many nurses who've reached once they've hit that 10-year mark like yourself they kind of want to transition out or go part-time and maybe find something that will supplement their salary but and I know a lot of people also considering um, real estate but they're both both jobs deal with people would you say it's a smart idea for someone who I guess is in nursing who kind of want to step away from people to go into real estate? I welcome it. I mean, if you want to get your real estate license, contact me. I'll, t- I'll tell you how to get your real estate license. I'll give you the expectations of expenses, what to pay for. You know, because at the end of the day, I think we're all eventually going to have the idea of buying a property. And even if right. you buy a property for yourself, you're making your own commission. You have this different tax write-offs when you're a real estate agent. So, you know, when I was doing my my taxes as a nurse, you know, I was paying so much into taxes. And then as a real estate agent, you could write off everything, you know, write off your car insurance, write off your cell phone, anything. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this, this laptop I just bought is a write-off. So it's, it's, it's also knowing the system and it, you know, I'm not saying I'm taking, I'm taking advantage of it. I'm just saying I learned the no. system and, you know, these things are compatible with me being a real estate agent. They help my business and it's helps me write off certain taxes um it's just stuff that i learned from like books from like robert kiyosaki it's just oh, like course. You, you know it's just stuff that's not taught in school so the i four, highly recommend getting a real estate license the four quadrants of cash flow yeah <laughs> i know i think i i didn't i guess i didn't ask the question appropriately but as a nurse you know people who are transitioned i guess they just don't want to they don't want to deal with people mm-hmm. and real estate is dealing with people so yeah. would you say it's a good transition for someone who, I guess, trying to step away from people to get into? In, in a way, yes, because at the okay. end of the day, you get to pick who you want to work with, you know? All right. You know, when you're, when you have a patient, let's say, and you're, you're taking care of them in the ICU, you're stuck with them for 12 hours. And if right. you're back the next day, you know, that, that Tarzan is going to give you the same assignment. <laughs> you're off for three, you're screwed. You're like, oh man, right. I'm dealing with this person for the next three days. As a real estate agent, you get to pick who you want to work with. You know, if you get a buyer and let's say they're referred to you and they're kind of like treating you like shit, down to, they downplay you or they don't respect you, you should refer it out. I give it to another agent and be like, hey, right. here's this client. Just give me 25% of the, the referral commission. So nice. that's the beauty of real estate. You get to pick who you want to work with. So in one sense, I get to work with great people. And if you're not, if I feel like, you know, you're treating me like someone I don't want to be treated like, I refer right. it out. You're dropping tons of gems nice. here. Um, but learning about you through this podcast, it really speaks on 
the kind of person you are. If you had a book yeah. in your pocket <laughs> and you said you're going to read one, it speaks on your discipline. It speaks on a lot of different things, but you were, you were very motivated, very, very motivated. And it shows why you're successful in yeah. your transition into real estate. And I think everyone should <laughs> keep that in mind. And you said it yourself that if you're just, you know, half-assing it, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. No. And a lot of agents struggle because they need right. to have a strong why. If your why is not strong enough in life, you're not, it's, it's, it's hard to really make it. Yeah. That's true. Like all these books that I have in the background, I've read most of them. And I think they just, the repetitive pattern is you, you got to like have a strong why. You, and you just got to be super disciplined to the process and enjoy the journey. Why, why, why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're always talking about that. Always talking Quick about question. Yeah. Um, I know we mentioned Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Like, what are two, three books you would you would give someone if they were to go toward this field or mm -hmm. transition toward this field? To real estate? Um, well, I would recommend definitely listen to Bigger Pockets. I have zero relationship to them, so I don't get any benefits or profits from saying that. I just, I really love that podcast. And books that I recommend are Set for Life by Scott Trench. Okay. which is basically how to like, you know, build, get your first investment home, how to pay off your debt and how to save up that first $25,000 that could be towards your first uh, investment home. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a really good book on how to like kind of do everything step-by-step. Step. And that's what helped me get this house that I have now. And another book that I really like was, oh, I don't know. There's so many good ones. The Compound Effect by, uh, I forgot his last name, Hardy. The Compound Effect was a, a good one. And if you're a salesperson, all the books by Ryan Serhan, you know, Seller Like Serhan is a good book. And another book. the by, sales book? Yeah. Gotcha. Yes, yeah, so I could go on about books, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many good ones. How to Win Friends and Influence People is also another good one. Of course, of course. Oh, nice. Yeah. Dude, man, just uh, hearing your journey and just how you got to there and just when are you quitting exactly do you know <laughs> after you uh, close this deal potentially yeah i'm thinking around you know september was my is my 10 year nursing so somewhere around that time in the fall i i might just stick per diem just to do one or two shifts a month but that's really right. it uh just to kind of keep my foot in the door for like honestly just the network because right. every time i go into oh, work yeah. it's just constantly someone has me. to buy a house yeah <laughs> And they know you as a real estate guy. So they're always asking you questions. Yeah. Someone will always need somewhere to live and someone to care for them. <laughs> so yeah. And I, if I can't help them, I find someone that could, you know, whether they need to refine them, refinance their house, right. they need a mortgage person. I got them. They need contractors. The other day, someone just came to me and like, oh, I want to remove this wall. For, do you know anyone that could do it for out, you know, helping my contractors out. So, mm -hmm. and it's just building that relationship and always, you know, if you refer business out, it eventually comes back to you. So nice, bro. And uh, any, uh, you know, you're super well read. Any quotes um, or a quote that sticks out to your mind that you would leave the people with? Well, one of my favorite uh, quotes is you miss 100% of the shots you never take. That's so that's, you know, it goes with everything in life. Whether you're going to get a no, like, I mean, one of my, one of the things in real estate is we cold call a lot and cold calling people to sell their houses. And that's how I got some of my listings by just wow. cold calling. 
And it's a scary thing. You know, you're calling random people and telling someone to sell their house is over the phone is is tough. But, you know, if you don't take make the shots, if you don't make the calls, you're never going to see the results. Same with anything in life, whether it's, you know, going for that job, going for, you know, that promotion, going for, I don't know, anything in life, dating a girl. (laughs) I don't know. Just it goes, it applies to everything in life. Just, just try to go for it. That's dope, man. Any uh, other questions you want to ask on this or anything you, else you want to share, Mike? Yeah. Um, we're, 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 you both are in New York, right? Both in New York. Both yeah, in New I, York. And how is everything with your journey? I'm just curious on your behalf. Like, Yeah. Go ahead. Right. So, um, so I've been trying to get out of nursing for like many years. I've just been trying to see what I'm interested in yeah um so for the last few years it's like i got caught with all those like uh get rich quick <laughs> things, like yeah like you know affiliate marketing or like drop shipping this that and the other uh, and whatever shiny thing came above i i kind of looked yeah. into it um then i looked into like investing stocks options didn't really appeal to me um i like read about real estate and like um I, I messaged you the other day. I was like looking at um, one of Robert Kiyosaki's partner's books, uh, <clears throat> How to Be a Tax, Tax-Free tax Millionaire or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, it talks a lot about real estate. So, um, but for now, I think uh, I'm just going heavy body into the creator economy at the moment. So just trying to put out a podcast. We've been putting, we've been pretty consistent. And then the other thing is uh, I'm potent- through through this whole thing potentially trying to start a newsletter mm-hmm. um so just going digital with low low overhead is pretty much and also i ventured into the food service industry in the past a bubble tea um mm-hmm. place which is still around but man food service sucks <laughs> yeah i can't imagine yeah so that's that's my journey and uh i think at this moment very like I really um, resonated with you when you were like, yo, those four days off, you're like working hard body on, on your, on your hustle. And that's, that's what I'm doing here. That's what both of us are doing. And Ernest, if you have anything else to add in whatever your, the the journey is. Our journey. Well, we met and we just kind of connected on that right away. It's one of Mm -hmm. those things we're all at work talking about. And then I, I had this moment, I said, you know, to Jonathan, he, I think he's the first person I told, I was like, you know what, I'm going to create a podcast. And when I looked into it, it was more for, you know, entrepreneurial ventures for nurses. And I realized a lot of nurses were doing this. So I was a little hesitant to step back. You had that thing, like, why would someone listen to me? <laughs> but then I did it. So I started to put out a podcast and then Jonathan also started to do his own creator thing. Oh yeah, I had a YouTube channel and I was putting out stuff on YouTube. And you know, I have a newborn, I have a five-year-old as well. Thank you, thank you. And it was it's a little difficult to sit there and work on things the way I would like to. Um, and Jonathan approached me, he was like, you know, we should do this together. And I was like, I don't want to, you know, I didn't want to slow him down. (laughs) Because <laughs> to tell you the truth, you know, he's a, yeah. he's a super hard worker. You see it every day. Um, Thanks, man. Real stand-up dude. And 
he was like, no, listen, we'll do this together and you help out whichever way you can. And let's just be consistent. And that's the key. So yeah. we're gonna see, we're gonna see where this takes us because consistency, like you know, and putting all your energy in it or as much energy as you can is really the key. You don't know when things will blow up. Um, and you don't know what will make it blow up, but you won't find out if you're not consistent. Well, you guys are definitely onto something because the podcast I had was basically very similar concept to you guys where it's called how I met and the whole goal of it was to basically highlight people in, in healthcare, but also talk about their side hustles and stuff like that. So I was going to go that route, right. but then real estate took over. <laughs> but <laughs> exactly. I, I think you guys are really tapping into something that's potentially very big because if you look at all these forums, the blogs and nurses just kind of want answers on what to do to get to like, their happy place or what is their you know people want to find their entrepreneurial side because i think a lot of nurses have that and that's right. why we got into nursing because we want the freedom right you know when we were younger we were like oh nurses make a lot of money and you know you get a lot of time off and it, and it correlates with the entrepreneurial mindset it's true streams of income yeah so, I, I love it yeah thank you we appreciate that yeah thanks mike also when i was uh doing a little more research on you because prior to this we didn't talk for like a few years yeah um, yeah it's been a while dude and uh i was just looking through your instagram and i saw an ig post you had a, a little while ago and uh you wrote ideation without execution is an illusion ah i like that that's a good one bro yeah that, that's a good one yeah because we all think of all these great ideas but if you don't execute if you don't take action right it goes nowhere that's it. Mike, yeah. where, can, where can the people, sorry, where can the people find you again? So Instagram, um, it's pretty simple. Michael underscore EXP Realty. And you could just send me an email at Wilches, that's my last name, W-I-L-C-H-E-S, realestate at gmail.com. So send me an email if you have any inquiries on buying a home, any questions on anything, or if you're looking to be a real estate agent, you know, me and my group will definitely guide you and will lead you to the right path because a lot of people in my group are actually nurses, respiratory therapists. Mm. We have a radiology manager, everything. We, and they all have a real estate license and we're all going at this together. It's pretty fun. I think nice, you bro. may get, I think you may get some referrals out of this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I hope you do, you. dude. Yeah. Any referrals always uh, welcome and highly appreciate it. So thank you. No, this, sorry. I, this reminds me of like, um, this is like what I call the Adam Sandler effect, where Adam Sandler, he does all, all the same movies, all with his boys. <laughs> and then, and I, I always tell my wife, I'm like, that's exactly what I want to do in life. Like have, like do what I want, have all my friends with me and do that for every, every time. And then it seems right. like you're right there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> all my closest friends got their real estate license. They're making sales. It's fun because I think whenever we get to that next that next just step, I don't want to be there by myself. I don't want to be at the top by myself. It gets lonely, lonely at the there. top. <laughs> right. Right. One more quick uh, thing. Um, you're all. Are you still a host at a meet for a meetup group? Yes. Uh, every we're still trying to figure out a specific date. It's probably going to be every fourth Wednesday. We meet up in Bergen County at this uh, brewery called um, Brick City. So. Mm -hmm. Just follow us on meetup.com and 
send me an email and every fourth Wednesday we have a free meetup. Just come, we talk about house hacking, investing in real estate and how to just buy your first house. And every every like-minded person, we, it's, it's been pretty successful. Every month we have like 30 to 50 people come out and oh, wow. we're all just sharing knowledge, um, learning about investing, flipping. Um, there's some flippers out there, uh, house syndicators, all these different forms of real estate investing, which is really cool. Nice, nice. bro. And I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah. Thanks for listening to my doors. Please like and subscribe or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and see you next week to expand the growth mindset. Thank you.